0: Hello and welcome to the Millennial to Millionaire podcast. As always, this is your host, Paris Grant, coming to you with everything financial. And before I get into today's episode, I just want to go ahead and apologize. Um, the nicest way I could think to put it is that last episode was garbage. I was super not happy with myself and I'm super not proud because this nobody asked me to do this. So there's nobody like on my case saying like, oh, put out an episode right now or people want to hear about this. Like, it's just something that I go do for the sake of doing it because I want it's like my contribution to the world. And I was listening back to this to the last episode and I thought to myself two things. One, my voice is not as deep as I thought. I don't actually like listening back to my recordings of my voice. I do edit the podcast to make sure that I don't sound terrible, but I've never well, I don't say never, but I very rarely listen to all my episodes in their entirety. I just kind of edit it at on the margin. But I listened to that last episode and I just thought to myself, I guess I must have been out of it. I'm not really sure. I don't know what happened. But it was I was so disappointed in it that I thought to myself, look, you're going to go back. I didn't bring down the episode because one, I want people to look back on it and say, what was he talking about? Like, well, like what's this episode he keeps on talking about? And it's also an accountability factor. I want to know that. I'm being held accountable for when i'm putting out garbage stuff so if an episode is bad that's what the ratings and reviews are for i want them to be honest i don't care if they're five star four star three star two star one star i want the improvement i want criticism so if it's bad let me know it's not gonna make me feel bad long term it's helping me to deliver a better experience for more people who are going to listen to it so leave a, leave a rating leave a review all that good stuff and make it honest But in the spirit of doing better, which is what we're here, which is what we're all about here at the Millennial to Millionaire podcast, we're going to go on a more comprehensive view of tackling debt. Something I didn't really factor in or really mention a lot in the last episode is that debt is largely emotional. And what do I mean when I say this? A lot of the choices that we make that get us into debt are based and rooted in emotion. Um you know, us buying that. But the reason why we went into debt with our credit card is because we were buying food to go places because, you know, we want to like be accepted. We want to have that sense of community. We want to we impress people. We want to go do things. And, you know, I think that I've kind of like throughout all my other episodes, I try to factor in the fact that, um, factor in the fact, the fact that, um, you know, there's a lot of emotions and psychology tied into money. So spreadsheets and knowing the numbers and all that is good. But knowing yourself is better. I think the most the thing that people forget about a lot is that personal finance is personal. So when it, when it comes to tackling debt, you need to look at what you've done with your money. And that's why I always recommend tracking and re- categorizing and making sure that you're on top of everything, because I think having that accountability is important. But also when you're looking over like you're spending, ask yourself. How was I feeling when I made that purchase? Like, what emotion did did it bring me? You know, something that I hope that, well, hopefully you guys have kind of seen it by now, but the difference between, for me at least, between responsible spending and reckless spending is are you hoping to, are you getting something out of it? Are you spending because it's enriching your life and making it better? Or are you spending because you're trying to keep up with people or trying to have people look at you in a different way than you really th- authentically are? <laughs> So, I want to take you guys through a little bit of an exercise. Bear with me, right? I'm going to put on some music for it. And I'm going to take you guys through a quick little exercise. And I just want you guys to listen to it, be open, and just go through it. It won't last more than two minutes. So, one sec, and then three, two. All right. The first thing I want you to do for this is hopefully you're somewhere where you can close your eyes. If not, then that's fine. But just imagine in your head, what is it like having debt? How does it feel being in debt? Having that debt, what emotions does it make you feel? Do you feel stupid? Do you feel silly? Is it frustrating? For me, I get annoyed with it. I find it super frustrating. It's really disappointing. It's discouraging. It makes me me upset. It's like having my money tell me what it's going to go do independent of me. That's not even my money. It's like I get a paycheck and I just have to sit there and know that I can make a decision to spend it on whatever. But ultimately, I owe this to someone else. It feels like shackling, like slavery. It's upsetting. I feel foolish. There's so many decisions I wish I didn't make at this point. And I want you guys to do the same thing. Explore. Don't be scared to get deep. Don't be scared to get personal. The Same reason that I didn't include statistics and not in this episode and not in the last one is because... I can talk all about like debt as a cat as a category, but I want to talk about your debt. I want to talk about your journey. I want to talk about your money. So then after you've thought about what it's like having debt, just imagine if you didn't have debt. Imagine that at the end of this episode, you have paid the last payment on it and you will not you're not going to have debt. It's over with. Everything's okay. Whatever. I don't care if your number is five thousand. I don't care if it's fifty thousand, five hundred thousand. Just imagine being debt free. What would you do with your time? Where would you go? Would you go anywhere? What would you do with that extra money? What kind of lifestyle would you live? What is debt holding you back from? And I asked you guys in the beginning of the show to look at what you've done with your money and recognize it as your own, as your own decisions. So now I want you guys right now to forgive yourselves. All those negative emotions you felt, all those different things you were thinking about, any regrets you might have, just let it go. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself it's okay. You're still worthy. You're not any dumber. You're fine. And if anything, you're in good company and you know that you're in a space where there's others trying to do the same thing. You're not alone on your debt journey. You're not the only person with debt. Know that there's a community there. Know that it's okay to make bad decisions. Know that the best time to change is right in this moment. So thank you guys for going through this exercise. And if you need to play it back, That's fine. But just put yourself in this headspace. Recognize that it is a very personal endeavor and it's a big one, too. So having this introspection and letting go of any guilt you might have, any sort of anger, stress and worry that debt is causing you by choosing to accept it and then to let it go is a huge step towards paying debt. So thank you, guys. All right. Now that we've got all the deep stuff out of the way, we've identified the emotional barriers that we have and the certain paradigms that we may have, and we've chosen to let it go. We've chosen to move forward. And now we're saying, so what are we going to go do about it? Now we're going to go recognize problem areas. Ask yourself, is what you're buying worth it? So often we don't really think about the cost of things when we're buying things, but more so when we're throwing things away. I know a lot of people who don't eat the cereal that's at the end because they don't want it they don't like that little you know it's like all dusty and gross they don't like to have that i know people who will go buy a new bag of chips before the other one's done just because it's running low and i think that there's a certain part of us just like as a society just american culture that we like to have things filled to the top like it just makes us feel happy makes us feel like things are more abundant and i get that but I think that part of the reason why people go into debt is because they stop, you know, utilizing the full usefulness of something. So instead of getting the full value out of it, they get partial and then toss it and they keep on going, 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 which is just indicative of the kind of behaviors that will get you into debt. So a little exercise you can do or you don't have to do. It is a little daunting. And depending on how you live, it might not be that practical. But go take an inventory. And by that, I mean, take an inventory of your pantry, take an inventory of your closet, take an inventory of your fridge, look at everything that's in there and ask yourself, how much of that do you really need? And then if you, if you need it, use it. If you don't sell it. And it sounds crazy. Like it sounds wild. Like you really tell me to just go sell all my stuff. And this isn't a episode about minimalism, which is a whole different thing. This is about paying down debt. So let's just make sure that we're all on the same page here. But i think that a lot of the behaviors that get us into debt are this constant like i can have it so i will and that's what gets you into debt so even when you want to you keep if you're saying okay i'm gonna pay off debt that's fine but i'm still gonna go buy myself my things you're just piling on piling on piling on piling on instead of getting the full value out of things and only buying what you need which i mean we're gonna get into later but i do think that there's a real virtue in that which is why i said that this is um which is why i say it's more of an exercise right And, you know, get creative with it. If it's a bunch of food in your pantry that's just been sitting there, meal plan, make a bean salad or something. I don't know what's inside your fridge or pantry, but if it's in there and you're not using it, you don't need it. Get either get get rid of it, either by using it or by selling it. I say selling it will just help you make a little bit more money. But, you know, that is what it is. Something that I will not mention in this episode. And I know people want to hear it. and They want to hear all these different ways to make more money for the sake of paying down debt. I think that with these next steps that I'm going to introduce right now, you'll be able to find out that you actually have a lot more money at your disposal for paying down debt than you really thought. It's just a matter of really prioritizing and knowing what your goals are. Next step is separating your necessities from your luxuries. So I actually went to a workshop where we uh, it was like a masterclass on like paying down debt. And I like to go to these things for the sake of learning, connecting with other people and relaying the information to you guys. And the example that she gave was saying if you were homeless on the street what ki- what would you need that is that's the mindset I want you to put yourselves in when you're talking about necessities versus um versus luxuries you need housing you need a place to sleep you know you need like that's the normal part you need shelter okay you need food water air you know food water's free you do need food though and you know you need so you need like gas light things like that and then transportation transportation is a little iffy and so are so is uh cell phones and wi-fi because it is a little iffy as to whether or not it's ness absolutely necessary because i know that in, our, in a lot of our lives we can't like work or live the way that we do without it but ask yourself if you didn't have a phone could you still get your work done would you still be as effective i know i recognize the answer might be a uh, no for a lot of you but if you can really think think about it and really kind of and know that no deep down that you could make it happen it's no longer a necessity something that um that we, things that we don't really think about as luxuries are luxuries though you know the phone the you know you're talking about paying uh you're talking about having a phone being a necessity is it does it need to be an iphone does it need to be the 10 you know what i mean do you need to be on that plan things like that and gym memberships um eating out is a luxury you i mean you can cook at home if you were homeless you would if you were homeless you just got and you just got like some lucky break some genie well i, mean, I guess you would go i guess you would want to go out to eat you wouldn't want to have to cook but if you knew that it wasn't going to be permanent and you knew that you had to make it last you'd cook going out to eat is an experience it's a service provided to you it's a luxury um something that's a little kind of iffy are books books I don't think are considered a luxury because it's helping you be a better person you can even i'm pretty sure get it written off your taxes like if you put it as um like betterment like a personal betterment but books i think help us if you're only if you're reading to learn not reading for entertainment but if you're reading for the sake of like developing a skill or being more effective at work or just being a better person or just gaining a more practical knowledge that will help you be a better person to add more value to the world I think that th- then it's not really considered a luxury or a necessity. I think it can kind of be wherever you want it to be. You just have to be honest with yourself. But entertainment is a luxury. Cable is a luxury. So really deep, dig deep down and think, if I only need to have these things, what do I absolutely need to have? If it's your car, you got to factor in the fact you have to pay insurance and the gas and the gas for it if it's your, I mean, food, whatever your grocery bill is, and if you don't even know what grocery, your grocery bill would be because you eat out that much, perfect place to cut back right there. But really look at what the necessities are, and then look at what all the luxuries you have. And then when you look at those luxuries, ask yourself, is having these luxuries worth not having my financial freedom? And I talk a lot about, I mean, I don't really talk a lot about the concept of financial freedom. For me, I just think that, I just want people to make better decisions with money. If that leads to you being financially free quotation marks on free, because I don't know what free means in terms of money. Like you like, you know, um, but having debt is like having it's like being shackled. It's literally money that every time you make money when you when you're in debt, it's not your money. So I guess if that if you mean freedom in that sense. Yeah. So then really ask yourself, is it worth it? And if you're listening to this podcast and you care about paying down your debt, it probably isn't. You could probably find some ways to cut back. And as somebody, you know, I have a lot of integrity for what I do here on the Millennial to Millionaire podcast. I like, I mean, it, all, it literally started because I'm so into it. I am very strict about paying my debt. I'm very strict about saving. I'm very strict about um, my donations. I do everything on a percentage basis. So I know that I'm really on top of it. But even then, there's a lot of places where I'm like, I don't need to be, I don't need to be spending money on that. The amount of money I spend on food per month is ridiculous because I work at a restaurant where I can literally go and have enough I could definitely have for sure dinner and then with the leftover food that we have at the end of the night that's for sure lunch. Breakfast, I know that I can I have oatmeal at home. I could literally never pay to eat food if I didn't want to. You know what I mean? Like I oatmeal costs a do- cost a dollar maybe. Greek yogurt a dollar literally. So if I really wanted to I could be spending zero to ten dollars on food every month and my number is a lot lot higher than that so it's really easy to think that because you're in a good in a good position quotation marks on the good that like oh like i'm just listening to this to see what he has to go say because blah 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 but no like i think everyone has room for improvement i think that there's no one in the world who's just perfect financially i don't i don't believe it i think even the best even the best people still make their mistakes so there is always going to be room to cut uh for yeah, to save um, a lot. And then also doing this will help you kind of build a certain sense of gratitude when you can look at everything that you, that is really considered a luxury and what's not necessary in your life. You can really say to yourself, I'm really lucky that I'm accustomed to these things. I'm lucky that I have a gym membership. I'm lucky that I have cable. I'm lucky that I have Wi-Fi because those are things that are luxuries. You don't need those to survive. Those are just things that exist in your world to make it better. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And I think doing this will help you develop gratitude. And if you decide, okay, look, I'm gonna include I'm like I'm gonna consider this a necessity even though I recognize it as a luxury, that's fine. But either way, look at those numbers for however much your housing costs, however much your food costs, however much your phone bill or car or transportation, whatever look how much that costs per month, right? And then calculate how much money you make per month. Now I'm hoping that after getting the absolute necessities out the way, the things that you need to survive, there is some number left over. And I would say nine times out of 10, there is. If you don't have enough to be getting the absolute necessities, like, and necessities are shelter, food, air, water. Those are the, like, to survive as a human being, that's what you need. So I'm hoping that your income at least provides you with that. If you live with someone else, that's a different story. But I'm hoping that your income at least per month at least provides you with that and with that you should even if it's five dollars left over that's fine and the purpose of separating by the necessities and luxuries is that you can choose to add in a luxury as a necessity if you want but you doing it knowing that it's a luxury and that it's something that you could cut if if you like really needed to or wanted to that number whatever number you get left over that right there is um i don't know the term they call for it but that's your leftover money that's your seed money right there With that money, it's money that you didn't even know that you had, but it's always been there, which is why I don't like I don't have to go into the whole "oh, get a second job or go start a side hustle. I do think that those are good things for producing because I do think that there's a there's a limit to how much you can save. There's no limit to how much you can earn. And I'm definitely with that camp. But that's not to say you can't pull from both ends. You can still find different ways to save and earn more and really stretch that money out. So. Yeah. And then, yeah. So right there, you got the money. So now with the, with the one thing I did get right in the last episode was that I gave you guys a lot of, I gave you guys the three different ways to pay down debt, debt stacking, debt avalanche, debt snowball, whatever works for you, works for you. If you want to go on a percentage based system, go on a percentage based system. That's fine. But I think that the most important thing to take away is that you develop a system too often. We go and we say, Oh, I got some extra money. So I'm going to go put it here i might go pay down debt with this or i like we spend all our money and everything else and then say oh well i could pay down some debt i guess make a plan make paying down debt a priority and to end out the show paying down debt does require sacrifice and it can be a tedious arduous long process no matter what method you use and when i in the beginning of the show when i asked you guys to think about what it'd be like to have like that freedom from debt like if you didn't have debt use that as your anchor take yourself to that place every single time and it's a day to day battle it's not something that like it's not something that gets turned off overnight because you didn't get into debt overnight either but always keep in mind the end goal there's a reason why you're saving there's a reason why you're paying down this debt there's something at the end and it's not you know it's not like a fairy tale but think about it and get practical with it and as you're paying down this debt realize how much closer you're getting how much closer you're getting if you want to make an excel spreadsheet and have like a date at the end do that whatever it takes to motivate you i think having accountability partners are great and I would still say go listen to the last episode because it's not completely terrible. It's just not the best I could have delivered. Ideally, it would have been this would have just been one big episode. But use this episode in conjunction with the last one. Um, Like I said, subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review, both of which don't have to be positive. I want it to be your actual feedback on this podcast because I want to use that feedback to make it better so that future listeners will get the very best of the show um that being said tell your friends about it um you know the only way i don't know where you're listening to this from but if you're listening to this and you're someone who's financially savvy and someone who wants to get ahead financially it's boring if you're the only rich person in your friend group so help out your friends tell them about the millennial to millionaire podcast and how cool it is and how dope the uh the host is that's all for today's episode thank you guys for your continued support um I appreciate you guys. I promise. I promise. I promise. I'll never put out an episode like the one I put out last time. Um, I love you. You guys are the best. And all as always, remember here on the Millennial to Millionaire podcast, we don't keep it 100. We keep it one million.